Hey everyone, this is Maeve here from Gals Getting Rich. Before we hop into today's episode, I wanted to take a moment and ask you for your support in nominating Gals Getting Rich for a Plutus Award. The Plutus Awards are put on by the Plutus Foundation, which is a nonprofit community foundation whose mission is to enable and support content creators to then empower humans with financial competence and confidence. This year, Vata and I are really hoping to be nominated for the following categories. One, Best Personal Finance Content for Women. Two, Best New Personal Finance Creator Audio. And three, Content Creator of the Year Audio. If you'd like to show your support for the podcast and mine and Vatsa's overall mission to educate and empower all people in their personal finance education, please consider nominating us for those three categories. It would mean the absolute world to us. Link for nominations will be in the description below. And with that, let's get right into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to Gals Getting Rich, the podcast where we talk about all things related to personal finance and wealth building for rich girls and boys, because we're inclusive here. And today's topic is value-based spending and why you should spend money on luxuries that bring you joy. So I think this is something that is widely spoken about, like in the personal finance community that, and I think Paula Pant is the one who always says this, you can afford anything, but you can't afford everything. And I think that's really important, like, notion that you don't have to live your life in frugality and you don't have to live your life feeling like you can't have what you want. You can have whatever you want, but it's important to only buy the stuff that you value and work towards saving up for the stuff that you value. Like, if you really want to have a boat one day, you got to, like, work for it. You got to put your eggs in that basket to then one day be able to have it, you know? What are your thoughts? Totally. I completely agree with you. And I think let's talk about what value-based spending means. At its core, value-based spending is all about spending your money on things that bring you joy and happiness rather than just buying things because you think you should or because other people expect you to. Value-based spending is all about aligning your spending with your values, goals, and priorities so you can get the most joy and satisfaction out of your money. I think, Maeve, to your point, some people think that value-based spending means being frugal and only spending money on necessities or being cheap or whatever. But in fact, I think value spending, value, I think value-based spending can also include spending money on luxuries that bring you joy and enhance your well-being. For example, getting a manicure or a facial. It often seems like an indulgence, but if it brings you joy and makes you feel good about yourself, then it's a totally worthwhile expense. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll go get a facial every once in a while and it literally like I feel like a new person it's so reviving yeah and I think on the other hand spending money on things that you don't necessarily value but you feel like are important for your image I can't think of one right now but like maybe buying the new iPhone just so you have the new iPhone even though you didn't need it and you don't really value having a better camera maybe that's not the right move for you or if you need to buy a new pencil Buying the pencil that is the most expensive from the store versus the one that's going to get the job done. Like, is that really where you value upgrading in your life? I know that's a small margin, but I think it's just kind of picking your battles. Um, 
I know for me, when I go to the grocery store, I don't really value name brand, like name brand groceries. I really value getting my grocery bill down low while still being well-rounded and healthy. So I'd rather spend my money on having a full refrigerator of healthy foods that I can cook all week versus getting like the name brand coffee or name brand oat milk. Like I don't need that. I just get the store-bought brand and it works just as fine. But that's what I – I don't value that. So I'm not going to spend money on that. On the other hand, I do value spending money on my cat. I really want my cat to have a good life and that's something I really value. Other people want to get their cat just like the cheap cat food. Good for them. I get my cat kind of like middle ground cat food, but it's something I value. You know, what about you? Uh, I don't have a cat. I wish I did. But um, I think it all goes to why should you spend money on luxuries that bring you joy? Like, first of all, if spending money on things that make you happy can improve your overall well-being and quality of life, you should do it. For example, I feel like I spend a lot of money on health and fitness. And so if going to a yoga class makes you feel more relaxed and centered, then it's an investment in your mental and physical health. Like, mm-hmm. I have no problem balling out when it comes to a gym membership. Uh, I mean, I've tried to budget accordingly. Like, if I know I'm going to travel a lot, then I'll, I'll like, go down one tier or whatever, or maybe not buy as many class pass credits for that month. But I think I kind of watch that. But again, it at the end of the day, it is an expense and I'm not like, oh, I'm not going to spend money on this. It's literally an investment in myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think both you and I don't really preach frugality and like going cheap on everything. I think you and I really follow value-based spending because we do spend money. It's just not on keeping up with the Joneses. Like you and I like to travel. I know you're going to Italy next week. Like, yeah. You know, like, but that's something we value. I value having a really comfy office chair for when, for when I work from home. Um, but I don't value other things. Like, it's not about being cheap and about stingy with money. Like, that's not how your life should be. Your life should be guided by your values. And um, you know where it's one place I see this a lot, like this conversation come up, is when people are deciding whether they should rent or buy, I think the argument, a lot of people try to get down to the numbers of like, you need to find the cost of home ownership on a monthly basis compared to the cost of renting. And then take into account that you're not building up like a mortgage, like you're not paying down a mortgage when you are renting, you're just putting money in your landlord's pocket. Like people get way into the numbers of that. But the whole argument is moot if your values are not like on the, I just want whatever's cheaper. Some people value not being tied down to one place and being able to move out within a year with, you know, no hassle. Some people value having a home they can call their own. They love having a front yard and a backyard. They value tearing down whatever walls they want. But the whole, back to the point, the whole argument of whether you should rent or buy is just totally moot if you're values are more attuned to one or the other you know it's not always about the numbers it's about your values yeah and so tear like you said if you want to tear down the wall you can tear down the wall i think value-based spending actually helps you spend money in the long run because when you're spending on things that bring you joy and satisfaction 
you're less likely to feel like you're missing out on something or that you need to compensate for a lack of happiness by spending on more stuff. This can help you avoid impulse purchases and unnecessary expenses that don't align with your values and priorities. Yeah, and I think when you're thinking about like if you want to retire early or even if you don't, if you just want to retire at some point, thinking about what you value and what you don't is really helpful. Like, do you value having a home base? Well, maybe you would want to have your house paid off before then, or you'd want to find a stable apartment living that brings you a lot of joy. Do you value traveling? Like, you want to factor that into your fire plan or your whole retirement plan. You know, it's it's kind of like the guide work for how you're going to live your life. It's a guide work for how you make your budget, for how much you invest, for how much you spend. Like, Value-based spending is really where everything boils down to when it comes to figuring out where you're going in your finances. And value-based spending can help you achieve your financial goals more effectively because when you're focusing on spending on things that truly bring you joy and align with your values, you can avoid wasting money on things that don't matter to you. So this actually can free up money to put towards savings goals, debt repayment, or any other financial priorities that matter to you. Definitely. I don't have anything else, but Maeve, do you have anything else on this? <laughs> Should I have anything else? No, I think I think we pretty much said what we need to say. So there you have it. Value-based spending is all about spending money on things that bring you joy and align with your values, even if they seem like luxuries. Whether That's it's right. getting a massage, buying a nice bottle of wine, or taking a weekend trip, value-based spending can improve your overall well-being and help you achieve your financial goals more effectively. I think that's all for today's episode, but now it's time for our favorite part, money moves. Maeve, what's your money move? Oh my gosh. I always think of my money moves during the week and then I forget them. Here's one. I am. I have an Amex Gold card, so I get $20 a month towards Grubhub and Uber. And I decided that I was going to use my Grubhub credit of $10 a month today and I placed an order to Chipotle and I get there and all their systems are down and they couldn't fulfill my order. And I only spent like $3 on my Chipotle and I was like, oh, I don't feel like even trying to get a refund. Oh my God, the sirens. Um, like it was just so annoying to me. But then I was like, yeah, but it's not just $3. There's also the $10 credit, which I've already counted that money when it comes to justifying the Amex Gold annual fee of $250 because I get $240 worth of credit every year. Um, so I'm like, I better get that money back. I better get refunded. So I, I got refunded. I had to call Grubhub. But there was just kind of like a, a money move of mine where I thought that I had only spent $3, but really – that was money I had already spent and I just need to recoup in order to justify the Amex gold. So that was just a mindset shift for me. It's not free $10 a month. That's $10 I've already spent and I need to get credit for it. Totally. I think what about you. For me. Oh, um, so same thing with your credit cards. Uh, the other day I actually did an Instacart order because I get up to $15 statement credit. But the crazy thing was half the stuff that I ordered in my Instacart, they didn't have in the store. So I ended up getting refunded for everything. So I think I got like $10 worth of stuff, but then I'm pretty sure I get up to $15 statement credit. So they gave me about $10 back. 
That being said, I do technically have that $5 sitting there and I'm like debating, is it worth using it? Instacart again, just to get the $5 back. Should I let it go? But hey, some free food, scheming on the grocery th- groceries uh, delivery, like how we mentioned in the last episode. But I would say that was my money move is similar to yours, just watching out on what my statement credits are with uh, the various credit cards that I have. Yeah. No, and I think it's really easy to forget about all the perks you get with your credit cards. I know I forget about them a lot. So it's good that we're staying on top of it. Also, recently, just a shout out to another podcast, Money with Katie, did an episode on credit cards recently, and she talked about her like credit card portfolio and her strategy with it. Mm-hmm. And it was such a fascinating episode. It was like a I always appreciate when someone has a fresh take, some opinion that hasn't been spoken before. Whether or not I agree with it, I really appreciate a fresh take. Um, I like that. So go go listen to Money with Katie. And I have another announcement. If you know what the Plutus Awards are, they are a personal finance community award ceremony that happens once a year. And nominations are up you can go nominate your favorite personal finance creators um we would love if you would nominate us for best personal finance content for women best new personal finance content creator dash audio because we are a podcast and then content creator of the year for audio if you have it in you please go nominate us for Pluto's Awards. You just have to provide the URL for our podcast, which if you Google us, our Spotify and Apple will come up right away. You can just put that link. And I'll have the link for the Pluto's Awards nominations down below. So anyway, we're really thankful for everyone listening. And it's honestly coming back to season three. It's been really rewarding seeing how people have been listening again. It's like I almost get worried that people will forget about us because we do it on a seasonal basis. But seeing people come back every season always warms my heart. So thank you, everyone. Any last thoughts, Botza? No, no thoughts. No thoughts, just vibes. Just vibes. (laughs) If you guys want to follow us on social media, we are on Instagram at Gals Getting Rich. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. See ya.